Hey, this is Matthew's Table podcast channel. We wanted to thank you for joining us today. Hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and reminds you of who you are, but more importantly, whose you are. Just to fill y'all in, um, we went through Roger's sermon, sermon of the week, is uh, Brad Hall. If you know Brad, let him know we appreciate him at Matthew's table. Um, take him to lunch this week. Go ahead and send him a message. Let him know we're thankful for him, which will lead us into our question, and I think it's a personal question, is are you serving or are you swerving? Mm. And I think that's a uh, statement that we've used at Matthew's table from time to time, but I think now you know, we have the building and I think we're in a season of, I think as a personal question, each member needs to ask him or herself is, are you serving or are you swerving? So Roger, uh, the question that I have, and I think what we can talk about is, what do you think prevents us, our members, our people from serving and getting into the game? Like, hey, I wanna be a part of this. I'm going to start serving. I want to know where I can contribute to the body at. Hmm. What do you think stops people from kind of taking that next step? Well, one reason why I'm excited that this next sermon series we do next month, a healthy church uh, will be able to scripturally look at the reasons why they should versus why they shouldn't. Hmm. But in most cases, I mean, let's be honest, right? Like most cases, it's excuses. Hmm. Um, and and it's a, it's a poor understanding of, um, theologically that God now that God has redeemed and rescued and saved you that he desires to use you but most people don't think or feel yeah. that way mm. and so uh, unfortunately they won't um, volunteer to serve or be a servant because of the way they see themselves yeah so do you think this almost mindset uh, trickles into the church of someone else will do it right yeah so when we think about serving opportunities whether it's kids table or security or um, greeting team or clean team it's there's this mindset that i think a lot of people have and oh someone will take care of that even if i don't mm -hmm. but one thing i always will like to consider is even though someone may what am i being a part of the Solution? Am I being a part of the help? Am I being a part of the team? Or am I just sitting back being a consumer? Yeah. Am I just becoming a, a, a big baby that's just getting fed and fed yeah. and fed and fed? Yeah, and, and so, <clears throat> you know, while we have a lot of people that are willing to serve, and we, this isn't a Matthew's table issue, it's a church issue. Yeah. All the pastors that me and you meet with and talk to, they, they have the same struggles that yeah. we do. So, it's um, it's bigger than just you know in your own house. It's yeah. it's a bigger thing, right? But we we got to figure out how we help people um, get plugged in and find a place to serve mm -hmm. because God has saved you to use you. Yeah, that's good. And so most people feel like 
one of their biggest reasons is typically busyness, mm. which in my opinion is not a good reason. It's actually a worse reason. Yeah. Because you have to make God a priority. Okay. And if you're too busy, then you need to cut some of that stuff out, not some of God's mm. stuff out. That's good. And I know even like small things, like one thing I like, it's easy to point out the problems, right? Like, well, that's dirty when I walked in, or that's uh, like this, and it shouldn't be. But, like, I had a member text me, and no one probably even knew about it. And she said, hey, me and my son have a free hour on Wednesdays. Would you mind if I go straighten up the food pantry? Mm-hmm. And to me, that was huge. That huge. was a blessing. That was because it needed to be straightened up. Mm-hmm. Like, it needed to just be organized. So, hey, we had a free hour. Do you mind if we go do that? And, and man, that, that, that is what I, that's why I wanted to talk about this today because, like, it's easy, again, to point out, well, that's messy or this needs to be done. But as a member of the church, it's your church as well. And, like, are you in the game? Like, if you see a window dirty, clean it. Yeah. If you see trash on the floor, pick it up. If you see something, you know, an area that needs help, get in. And I just think as a church, we would benefit, like, you know, we had 305 people. What if we had 305 people serving? Yeah. Like, we wouldn't need uh, the same people working child care. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't need the same people doing this over and over and over. Like, 305 people, I always say, dedicated and serving would take over Owensboro, Kentucky. Yeah. Like, I'm all in. What do you need? Yeah, and, and you know, so... A lot of people want to sit back and uh, make it something more complicated than it should be. Yeah. And so we were doing the Emmaus Formation team meeting last night, and somebody pointed out that there was a donut left in one of the seats. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, Pick it up. 305 people, surely out of 305 people, 50 could have said, you know what, that probably shouldn't stay there. Yeah. I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. And, and they were pointing it out for a good reason, just so that we were aware that that yeah. stuff was happening. But, like, even if you walk, you know, if you're walking from your car to the sanctuary and there's a plastic bag in the yard, yeah. that's a way to serve. Just pick it up and throw it in the trash. Yeah. And, and all of us come together and play our part. First Corinthians 12, mm. right? Like, yeah. The body is made up of single parts that work together That's to right. be helpful. And, and what I love about Matthew's table in particularly is that we have many, many areas to serve in. Yeah. Like it's not one person leads all this stuff. Like even for me, I'm over outreach and discipleship. And I'll say one of the biggest blessings of outreach is we finally got into this good rhythm of like the show love uh, outreach we did in the Rolling Heights. I wasn't able to attend, but they took care of it just mm-hmm. as if I was there. Yeah. And I just think in that aspect of, like, man, that's the way it should go. Like, things should function outside of Roger, mm-hmm. outside of Nick, outside of, you know, whoever else. Like, um, and that's a part of uh, serving is, hey, I can do this. I can play a role in this. And I will uh, help in this. Yeah. And just, you know, beginning to take ownership. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, man, this this isn't, you know, Nick's church or Roger's. This is our church. This is God's house, yeah. our church. And we need to get involved so that more people see us being the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah.
So as you're thinking about, are you serving or swerving? Like, I think some simple ways, like you've been coming for a while and you're just kind of been sitting there. Like a simple way is to get on our greeting team. You know, uh, what's that look like? Hey, passing out a bulletin. Good morning. Welcome to Matthew's table. Another way, kids table. Uh, men. We, we need men to work security, you know. So uh, we need a um, prayer team. Like if you've been coming for a while and that's one of your things. Like we want to be led by prayer. You know, the clean team. Like they do such an excellent job. And I remember someone had told you like, I can't believe y'all don't have to pay like a professional uh, company to come in yeah, to they, clean. They actually challenged it and said, well, that won't last long. You'll have to. And and you know what? Truth is they're probably right. But yeah. isn't that a shame? Like isn't yeah. that unfortunate that the church has to pay people to come and clean their own thing? The own thing that they met. It's like getting mad at your kid because they the messed up their own room. The thing that we prayed for. Yeah. The is, thing that we asked God for, we would have to outsource that. Yeah. To get it clean. And and so like our hearts is is that everybody steps up and gets involved because yeah. mainly because we don't want it to be about us. Mm-hmm. We want it to be all of us doing this together and 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 we we need more of you to step up and and get plugged in because and and how many times have you served or or done anything other than what you're supposed to be doing? That ended up turning out to be a blessing for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I always even tell people, like, you know, we've been collecting jackets and clothes. And, like, that's not a Nick's clothes closet. Mm -hmm. Like, if you think it should look a certain way or you want to go down there and size this stuff and organize, go down there. Yeah. Like, you don't need me. You don't, like, you you have my, our full permission. Like, go go, uh, take a box in the food pantry, you know, go take it to someone. Go organize it. Like, you don't, there, there doesn't have to be a specific day or, or a time. Like, the lady that messaged me, she said, me and my son have a free hour. We'll organize it. Man. And I went in there, and it was spotless. Yeah. And I just think that that is the definition of I'm a member, and this is my church. And, and also another example I have is um, I had been down in the nursery, and I had heard another member, they had a lot of crying babies. And she said, I want these babies to start getting used to the same face. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm going to work down here for the next six weeks, and I'll go and I'll sacrifice and go to the early service. Yeah. And that was her taking ownership, and she didn't have to do it. Like so many of us times, like we're selfish, like, oh, crying babies, let me run away from that. Right. Man, she's seen that as an opportunity to let me serve these parents so they don't have to come pull their kids out. You know, so we don't have to call them back to come get their kids. And she said, I'll take this on for the next six weeks. Yeah. And I just think there's so many different opportunities like that, so many stories like that where you can get plugged in. Which leads me into this quote I love, and it's by John Piper. And it says, why Christians do what they do is just as important as what they do. Bad motives ruin good acts. Hmm. And as we think about serving, I want you to consider... Why do we do what we do? Mm-hmm. We don't do it to get praise or recognition. One of the best things I love about the clean team is I really couldn't even tell you who's on the clean team outside of a few people that I've just ran into. Yeah, There's been times where I've been in the church and I've seen someone clean and I'm like, oh, I didn't know they was on the clean team. And I just think that's a pure motive. Like you didn't need to. 
now so many times it's need to be. I need to give my testimony. Yeah. I need to share a word. I need to to be in front. Well, I think at first it's go grab the mop, right? Yeah. Go grab the broom. Yeah, I've always said you don't you don't deserve a microphone until you you put your hand on the broom. You yeah. know what I mean? Man, that's it. Like everybody wants to to be up front, but they don't want the responsibility of being up front. That's it. They you know, and uh, I can't remember who it was. Is either I think it was Tripoli that always said you can't uh, lead if you can't follow. Oh. That's and good. just just serving, you know, like, because um, what we experience is what most churches experience is, but the reality that uh, a very few end up doing the majority of the work, yeah. and then they get burnt out and tired, and then you know it's just a constant cycle where if everybody could get past the fact that hey, uh, the Bible is very clear that you are to play a part at your own local church and serve somewhere within that body so that Mm -hmm. you're being the hands and feet of Christ. That's it. And just like our food pantry, it's not one person goes supply all this food. We've always said, if you're grocery shopping, throw a few extra cans in there. Mm -hmm. Like that's a way to serve the church. That's a way to serve. It could be so little, but be something so huge. Yeah. If everybody does it, if everybody's a part, it makes it easier on everyone else. I know a case of noodles is like two fifty. Two fifty, yeah. You know, so. But like food pantry, we was swamped this Saturday, and thank God that we had people that contributed all month long because we didn't have to turn one person away. Mm-hmm. So the verse that we're going to talk about um, is James two fourteen through seventeen, and then I'll kind of read that. Uh, it says, "What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but he does not have works?" Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of them and one of you says to them, "Go in peace, be warmed and filled," without giving them the things they things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, it does not have works, is dead. And I think what that says to me is like think about it. someone don't have clothes, right? Mm-hmm. You see a need. And your response is just be warm. Go away. You just be warm. But we don't meet that need. We're really not doing anything. Yeah. We're really just making ourselves feel good about the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, I told them to uh, go in peace and be warmed and feel. Mm-hmm. No, you've seen a need. You could have met that need, but you chose to just ignore it and say go in peace. Yeah. You really did nothing, right? Yeah, and even worse is, well, you should probably get with Nick or Roger. Yeah. You know, and it's How many like, times have we heard that? Yeah. Right? Even from other people that go to other churches, I've heard yeah. that. Like, hey, get with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you go to ch- You had the capability to serve them yourself. Serve them yourself, yeah. And I just think so many times it's, that's the pastor's job or that's their job. Yeah. No, make yourself a part of it as well. Yeah. So the personal question, again, is, are you serving or are you swerving? Are you a part of the game? If you're a member at Matthew's Table, I challenge you. You've been coming here for six months. You've been coming here for a year. You know, you're you, you're coming faithfully. Like, get plugged in. I know, like, the prayer team, it's as simple as um, the first service, someone is in there praying. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're dedicated and you say, like, man, I don't have, you know, I don't can't watch kids, I can't do this. You can go in there and pray. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because in, in a lot of our uh, ministry area leaders try to work everyone's schedule out to where you're not doing it all the time. You might do it once every four to six weeks. Yeah. And so that, you know, that breaks down to about eight to ten times a year. Yeah. You might do something. Yeah. So. And even, uh, you know, I think we had forgot to share upcoming events. I did. But you're work, we're working on this prayer walk, right? Mm-hmm. Where we prayer walk the whole city of Orangeville. And I, we had talked about this yesterday. When you had brought that up, I was like, that's a big task. Yeah, it's bold, yeah. But the way you had broke it down and, you know, y'all had it broken down, if everyone does it, it's not that big of a task, really. No. Like, it sounds big. Like, we're going to prayer walk Owensboro. But if everybody gets into the game mm-hmm. and everybody does their part, then the church is going to prayer walk Owensboro, not just Nick and Roger. Right. yeah. And I just think so many times that's the way we need to start looking at it. Is this is our place? This is our church. Get into the game. Yeah. So some upcoming events, I'll go back to that because I think we really need to. This Saturday is Lighting Up the Dark. If you haven't bought your tickets, like we need to know today if you're coming. Um, we're setting it up. We're, you know, like we're going to have meals. This is a fundraiser for our youth. Um, we're not going to turn you away, but we really need to know if you're coming to lighting up the dark. Uh, you know, uh, God gave us a building. He gave us a fellowship hall, but the fellowship hall don't fit everybody. Yeah. So we need to strategically plan this and know who is coming so we can serve you and set this up well. So reach out to me or Tamara. And let us know, hey, I'm coming. If you already bought your ticket, you're good. But I'm saying for the people that need a ticket still. Yeah. Um, let me know if you need a ticket and are coming. Because uh, we don't, we're not going to turn you away. But we need to know because we need to properly prepare the food and the way we need to set up. So let us know that today. Um, coffee and devotional for women is this weekend. It's at 9 o'clock. If you're a woman at Matthew's table, I would highly suggest you go. I hear nothing but great stuff about that. Mm-hmm. Um I know a different woman gives her devotional every time, so it's not just one woman leading it. And the next week after that is our men's breakfast. Men's breakfast. So that'll be at 9 o'clock on the 4th Saturday. So this Saturday, coffee and devotional for women. Next Saturday, men's breakfast. We got someone that's going to share their testimony, devotional, and I got something new for the men to do because we always want to walk away with something. Yeah. Like we don't want to just come and eat breakfast. We want to walk away with something. We want to start ironing, sharpening iron. So get plugged in. Um, get a part of it. And that was like another thing. That was what blessed me too about the men's breakfast is I was wondering like how am I going to organize this? How am mm-hmm. I going to do this? I had guys text me. You need me to cook? Yeah. You need me to do it? I never had to ask a crew. Mm-hmm. I never had to organize. I had four or five guys there that asked me, yeah. can I come cook breakfast? Yeah. And I think there's always a way for you to get plugged in. Yeah. Truth and Grace is tonight at 6. Youth is kicking. Youth is kicking. Middle school is kicking. Child care is kicking. Um, everything is going. So come tonight at 6. Um, lighting up the dark this Saturday. We'd love to see you. And this Sunday, we uh, ask that you invite a friend to church. Yeah, so for the next two weeks, we're gonna, me and Nick's going to hit on uh, just being bold in your faith. 
that the word for the year for Matthew's table is is bold and uh, we're going to be bold in our walk and we're going to be bold in our talk and one way you could be bold now is to invite a friend invite that guy that you work next to all day long and you don't ever even think about inviting him uh, because you think he might not come be bold and invite him anyways and just let God do what he does that's it you know 8 30 10 45 there's a seat for you at the table that's right see you Sunday hey thanks for joining us today a special thanks to those who sow into this ministry if you'd like to partner with us financially Text all one word, Matthew's Table, to 73256. That's Matthew's Table to 73256. It's because of you this ministry is possible. If you like what you've heard, click the subscribe button and share it with your friends. You never know what God can do through your one act of obedience. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. God bless.